Welcome to Biblical Christian Worldview's Selective Article Podcast. So let's get started. Today's podcast is entitled AMA, Recommending Uterine Transplants in Men. The American Medical Association recently offered insights into their position on, quote, first do no harm, unquote, by presenting a moral argument for uterine transplants in biological men. The June issue of AMA's Journal of Ethics offered a strong defense for transgender biological men to, quote, consolidate their identities, unquote, with the ability to have children. Though the article states that there have been no documented successful transplants to date, the procedure is seen to be reasonable under their Hippocratic Oath. The article further postulates that government funds should be made available for these surgeries since insurance companies may be slow to adopt coverage in this area due to its cost, efficacy, and the controversy surrounding it. The AMA article ends with, quote, The case could be made that no moral obstacle stands in the way of justifying subsidies for UTX, which is uterine transplants, for some transgender women and transgender men, unquote. Anyone reading this article, regardless of your position on the subject of transgender, transgender rights, should not be surprised by this public view from the American Medical Association. For many years, the ethical wing of the AMA has been openly supporting an individual's right to choose their sex. The irony of this position is that doctors whose primary goal is to heal the body back to its original state of physical health are told by their governing body to focus on the mental health of their patients, increasing the risk of complications from these physical revisions to their biology, often without comprehensive research on the subject. In the case of uterine transplants for birth dads, instead of assessing the potential regret rate of this type of surgery or, quote, rather than funding objective medical studies on transgender medicine, the AMA has chosen activist positions on this delicate topic, unquote. Written by Dr. Martha McCary, Martin McCary, professor at John Hopkins School of Medicine. Dr. McCary goes on to question why they have not funded studies on children who undergo transitioning surgery and the suicide rates among those who have hormone or surgical treatment versus alternatives, such as long-term talk therapy. It's possible that the AMA ethics group has, even as a small part of their motivation, the desire to perform surgeries because that's what surgeons do. The current cost of a uterine transplant for a biological woman ranges from $100,000 to $300,000. This on top of all the other transgender transition surgeries and hormone treatments currently being promoted for men transitioning to women. And then there are the consults, pre- and post-surgical general practitioner appointments, and lifetime follow-ups and medications. Read Big Pharma. As Christians... We are commanded to love humanity, Luke 10, 27, recognizing we are all sinners in the hands of a righteous God, Romans 3, 23. It matters little what those sins might be, Matthew 7, 3 through 5. 
My view is that the Bible is clear on the precedent set by the Lord on the biological definition of men and women. However, no one can argue with the reality that God created men and women with a wide range of personalities and drives, as well as mental and physical states. Intersex as just one example. One can argue whether this range of emotions, desires, physical attributes are based on nature or nurture. My personal belief is that it's a combination. In either or both cases, God is at the center of who we are, offering his love without condition. John 3.16 So we are all created equal before God. Galatians 3.28 reads, There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is no male or female, all of you are one in Christ. However, this does not give us a license to ignore the full complement of Scripture, including such verses as Leviticus 18.22, 1 Corinthians 6.9-11, Romans 1.26-27, and 27, Jude 1.7, 1, 1 Timothy 1.10, and Mark 10.6-9. We are living in a generation where every moral and traditional viewpoint has been opened up for questioning. Christianity, the church, biological sexuality, immigration, crime, homelessness, socialism, patriotism, etc. are all under continuing scrutiny from all extremes. All of which is supported by a media desperate for a following. So is God bringing a close to our world? Anyone who is dogmatic on the question of end times prophecy, in my view, should be avoided. Even Jesus did not have the answer to that question while on earth, Matthew 24, 36. The point is not whether we are living in the end times. Rather, everyone you know will eventually pass from this world to the next. Being divisive on sexual orientation does not serve your ministry to share the good news of Jesus Christ to a lost and dying world. Perhaps some Christians have strong feelings on the subject of transgender surgery in all of its forms. Perhaps medical and financial resources could be utilized in other ways for the betterment of society and the furtherance of an eternal-based message. However, as biblical Christians, we do not need to be looking for fights that distract from our testimony. We need to keep the main thing the main thing, which is Christ and him crucified for our sins. Matters of heaven and hell should take precedence over the earthly. God bless you as you serve him today. Today's podcast article was brought to you by bcworldview.org, providing honest reporting and analysis on the intersection of contemporary issues and theology based on a biblical Christian worldview. May God bless you as you continue to walk through this life with our Savior and Lord.